G'day there and welcome to another episode of the Christian Women in Business podcast show. It's fantastic to have you here today. Wherever you are listening from, I hope that you are safe, that you are well and that you are healthy. On today's podcast, we are joined by a very special lady um, and this lady is on a mission to end the struggle and bring joy to the lives of millions of women and men. And her favorite thing to do on the weekend is read personal development books and walk with the family. So welcome to the podcast, Alison Chavez. How are you? Oh, I am beyond amazing. Thank you so much for having me on, SJ. What a, an honor and a pleasure. Oh, it's good. So where are you from in the world? Obviously in America somewhere. Yes, I'm right outside of Salt Lake City, Utah. Okie dokie. Now for those who don't know where Salt Lake City is, is that central or? More more west. We're just a couple of states east from California. Yeah, okay. Nice. So it'll be warm, I'm guessing? Finally, yes. It's finally getting warm. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're famous for our our world-class skiing. And so it it stays cold here much longer than I prefer it, quite honestly. Nice. Oh, I'm going to have to write that down. We love skiing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Great great skiing. We're right at the base of the Rocky Mountains. So, yeah. So nice. So nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I was saying on the podcast before this one, um, uh, the guests wanted to go and move somewhere where there was snow so they could go skiing. And I said, oh, I was planning on doing um, a CWIB conference in America. And I was actually looking at the Colorado Rocky Mountains area (laughs) so I could go either skiing or mountain biking while we were there. (laughs) So I might have to look out where you are. (laughs) Yeah, there's great venues here for sure for conferences. Uh, That's fun. That's fun. So can you um, take us on your story, Alison, of um, where you kind of started and and where you are today and the journey that God's taken you through on your business and in your life? Yes, I would love to. And and first, I just want to say how much I love being part of this podcast for Christian women in business, because there are so many people that put God, that God is in their business, but it's not at their forefront. They don't speak so much about that. And I just love to be in this arena with you where we get to put God at the forefront of everything. And so I am a prosperity transformation coach, and I am passionate about helping ambitious, God-centered women and men learn how to get out of their own way and lay down the struggle so they can manifest their dreams and love their life as they go. And I've been, I've been a mentor for the last 20 years, but eight years ago, God was, God gave me the prompting kind of in the form of a two by four across my eyes that I needed to start my own company and I needed to do it online and needed to have a mentoring business. And so I've been in business for myself for about eight years. And because I'm ambitious and because I'm very driven, I built my company to multiple six figures in just over two years. And I have four children. I've been married for 23 years. I really wanted to give them a different experience about prosperity, about success, about about how we view money and, and things and mindset. 
which is one of the reasons why I began my business. And we had never had, we never really had a whole lot of money. We lived paycheck to paycheck. And I grew up in a scarcity mindset. I think most people can relate to that. I never went to school without any shoes on, but I certainly had my fair share of hand-me-down clothes. And I never went to bed hungry unless I was on some sort of weird diet. But there was just... <laughs> enough, right? Like there, like there was never enough. There was never enough for the name brand clothes that I wanted. There was never enough for vacations. And it was always, you just need to work really hard. And I wanted to give my kids a different experience with money. And, and so I worked really hard and built my company up, but I didn't have the proper, I didn't know how to manage my thoughts around it. I didn't have the proper belief system as I built it. And it was actually one of the hardest, scariest things I've ever done even though we were making really great money and we were no longer worrying about bills, I would wake up in the middle of the night with my guts just twisted in anxiety thinking, oh no, what have I done? I've, I've created this lifestyle for my children and my family and what if I can't maintain this? And what if I can't sustain this or even scale it? And what if we lose it all? Then what are we going to do? And so I was in massive amounts of anxiety. And because of that, and because the belief that I had as I was building it was I wasn't enough. I didn't actually make a difference. This was too big for me. This was too hard. Um, within about a year, my business began to fall. And like any you know, ambitious female entrepreneur, I started pumping money into it and hiring mentors and hiring a marketing director. And, and no matter what I did, it didn't work. It just continued to tank. And, and I, and I was getting more and more upset with myself. I was in defeatist energy. I was frustrated all the time. I was, I thought I was in overwhelm. Um, come to find out I was pretty much operating in meltdown and breakdown all the time. And in August of 2018, it just kind of came to a head and I call it lovingly financial Armageddon. Like it was, just, <laughs> we were just annihilated. We were 150,000 US dollars in debt. I don't know what that translates to, but probably 200,000 pounds for you guys. Um, we were in debt. We had, we'd, we'd more, we'd second mortgaged our home. We had about $90,000 in credit cards. We were $1,500 behind in our bills every month. And I just got to a point where it was just, it was enough. I was so tired of all of the noise in my mind, the, the accusation, the blame, the beating myself up that I was a failure and look how I'd hurt my family and who did I think I was to think I could be successful. And, and I was so tired and so exhausted by that chatter that I, I told my husband one day, my business has made me bipolar and quasi-suicidal because I love what I'm teaching, but this, like, I'm just swinging from one extreme to the other. And so we need to put this to the, on the shelf for just a little while. Mm -hmm. And I got a full-time job working shipping and receiving, and I got a part-time job as an elementary school crossing guard so that we could breathe a little bit financially. And then I got to work, but I didn't get to work on my business. I got to work on my mind. One thing that I was really, really clear on was that I was the common denominator to the success and to the failure of my business. And SJ, like I was teaching mindset. I was teaching <laughs> universal laws. I was the prosperity transformation coach for crying out loud. And I was like, I know this works. I am not a fraud. I know this works. It works even though I'm not using it properly. And so I thought, you know what, we're going to do this little experiment. And 
the reason why it wasn't working in my business was that I had tied up my personal worth and my value in the financial success of my business. And it's a very unhealthy thing to do. So I needed to pick something to, to work to manifest that felt impossible. But if we didn't, if it didn't come, it didn't mean that we couldn't get groceries that week. Right. Yep. And so, so I thought, okay, what feels impossible that I could do by like the end of the year? And I really wanted to take my family of six to Hawaii. And immediately the thoughts came up, well, that's stupid and that's ridiculous. And who do you think you are? You, you've got a daughter that you can't even pay for her piano lessons. And now you're going to take your family of six to Hawaii. What is that teacher going to think? I mean, it was all of this stuff. This is irresponsible. This is reckless. You can't even pay your bills. And I just said, yeah, I know. And I don't care. This is, this is what we want to do. So I actually onboarded my family and I said, let's do a thought experiment. I want everybody to pick something that feels really impossible that they really, really want. And let's see if we can use our minds to manifest it. So it was my husband and my two youngest, because my two older kids are in college and, and we all, we all picked something completely different. And within three months we had every one of us manifested what we wanted. And the miracle was not in the fact that we had manifested what we wanted. The miracle was that it was easy. It was joyful. It was fun. I didn't have to struggle. I didn't have to push. I didn't have to make anything happen because God at that point was like, oh, finally, she's in a place where we can actually teach her because she's let go of everything and the meaning that's not supporting her. And so it was just, it was just me and God doing this and then teaching my husband and my kids. And when we got back from Hawaii, I remember like writing it down because I thought I did some very specific things and I want to document this so I can rinse and repeat this. And when I wrote it all down, I was like, oh my word, I cracked the code. This is amazing. Can I use this for my business? Can I apply this and have an experiment with my business? And at that point, I'd gotten, I'd gotten enough perspective on what had happened with the failure of my business that I felt like I could do this. And so in 2019, just to, just to give you an idea, I was ready to close my doors in February of 2019 because we, were, we weren't making any money. And our outflow, like our expenses were more than our income. And so it just didn't really make any financial sense for me to keep working this business if we weren't going to make any money. So in February, I was going to close the doors. In March, I learned two things. I learned how to change my beliefs and I learned how money actually works on a vibrational level. And I started practicing it in April. And in May, we made $15,000. We went from zero to 15,000 and it was easy and it was fun and it was completely God-centered. And long story short, within six months, I went from eight clients to 97 clients and we went from zero to $232,000 in our bank account in six months. And it was, it was, it was, oh my gosh, Sarah Jane, it was so, it was so amazing because it was, it was stretchy. Yes, God wants to, God wants to stretch us. He's more, he's more interested in our growth than in our comfort, but it was, it was fun and it was, it was inspiring and it was easy to get behind. And there was just this flow and this communication with God that was just, my relationship with him got so deep and so meaningful that that, that was the big miracle. Not so much that this is what we did, but the journey along the way. And that is what I am so passionate about teaching everybody. So are you going to share with us what the things 
were that you were thinking? Like, what was your shift in that mindset of, okay, you've gone from February 19, you said you put some things in place. What was it that shifted in your mind um, that, that was that turning point? Yeah, so absolutely. I'm so happy to share with you what I learned because here's the thing. If I can do this from the point I was at, because I was at a broken point, I just felt, I felt so broken. I don't care what circumstance anybody else is in. If I can do it from the place I was at, I know you can do it from whatever place you are at. And so, so what, what the, what I, what I called it is the prosperity approach. It's called success without struggle. We're taught to struggle and to toil our way to success and to the next level. But Struggle really isn't part of nature. Like it's, it's, it's not our natural tendency to be in struggle, but society has just elevated struggle to this art form. And like, if it's really, really hard, then it means you've deserved it. It means you've actually earned it. And what God taught me was just the opposite the opposite approach, which is the prosperity approach. So most of us are taught the scarcity approach, which is the sniveling, begging, pleading, disbelieving approach to manifesting that fear laden doubt laden approach. So we go to God and we're like, please, will you help this? I'm begging you. I want to be successful, but you're not picturing success. All you're picturing is fear and you've got all this mind chatter going on and it makes it really, really difficult to God and the Lord to get in there and actually be able to guide you and direct you. So the first thing that I had to do to like get out of the struggle and get out of scarcity is I just had to shift my approach. And I had to stop struggling. So the the first tip I want to share is lay down the struggle. And let me tell you what this looks like. It's stop fighting against the what-so of the situation. And stop giving it meaning that doesn't support you. So we were working so hard and I was trying all these strategies and all these different techniques to try to resurrect my company and nothing was working. And I was like, oh, I can't look at our money because it means this and whoa, we don't have enough. But when I finally was just like, you know what, let's just stop fighting. Like here, like this is just what it is. And I can be in worry and anxiety about not being able to pay the phone bill and still not be able to pay the phone bill. Or I can say, you know what, we can pay part of the phone bill or we're working to get the money to pay the phone bill and be in peace and comfort with that and still not be able to pay the phone bill. It's like, what kind of experience do I want to have? And most people wait to lay down the struggle until they've reached that level of success that they want to reach. And they think that things are going to be different once they reach that level. And it, mm. and it really, really isn't. In order to get the level of success that you want, you've got to feel it before it comes. And so if you're wanting more financial success and you're in your life, then you've got to start feeling wealthy before the money shows up. You've got to lay down the financial struggle before the bank gives you permission to lay down the financial struggle before your bank account or your money says, okay, there's no more struggle. Like you get to lay down the struggle. And, and we were at this point, but when I laid it down, like we were talking to creditors several times a week. So, you know, and, and I could be upset about that or I could just say, well, here's what it is. And I'm not going to avoid it. So I took every call and I was forthcoming with what was going on. And they were always very kind. They were always very polite. And, you know, I I didn't avoid it and I didn't go into denial about it. I just took the emotion out of it. So So that's how. 
So for our listeners today, if you're feeling like you're in that place of struggle and you are feeling like you don't have enough, the mind shift is to go from not having enough to even though you might not have it in the bank account, it's having that, well, I do have enough mindset. Um, like you're saying, you let go of that anxiety. You choose to give it to God. Um, and you let, we call it entering into God's grace. So you're working from the place of grace and um, you're entrusting him. Well, I don't have it yet, but I'm going to have it. And I'm going to start living like I do have it. Um, which as uh people of Christ we do we we have inherited every single thing that Jesus has inherited and, and it's ours to have um so uh, coming from a place of grace um rather than the grind we we say it's the grace over the grind so you're coming from that place of grace that God owns everything and I'm a daughter of God which means I have everything that God has I've inherited that um going from that mindset to from, you know, oh, I haven't got anything, I'm struggling. Well, no, actually, you do have everything, and it's right at your fingertips. Uh, and God yeah. wants uh, you to inherit that, and it's yours to inherit. Um, you've got a huge shift in, in your mindset then. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Now, there, now what, what I have found that I bumped up against, which a lot of Christians bump up against, is we know that God's a God of miracles. I mean, we've got evidence all through the Bible of Jesus um, performing miracles all, all the time. And so there's never a question about can, can he perform a miracle? It's will he do it for me? And so I used to bump up against that a lot. Like, will he do it for me? Or... This is, mm. is this silly to even ask? And so I would try to do things all by myself. I, I mean, I'm a praying woman. I, you know, I'm a religious woman and I, we go to church and I pray every day, but I wasn't actually handing it to God. Mm. So I, I, I thought I was in grace, but I was really actually in grind until I just was like, I'd had enough of the grind. And it wasn't even, I didn't even have that vocabulary around that, but I love that vocabulary because that's exactly what it was. Mm. And when I just stepped out of the grind, things just immediately settled. My spirit settled. Mm-hmm. I started looking around to see, to see how I was being supported. And that, and that was one thing too. We want to feel secure. We want to feel supported. We want to know that we're safe. And, and, and especially, especially nowadays, we want to feel that. And so I started playing little games that showed me that God was part of my life and that he supported me every moment of my journey. Can I share that second tip with you? Yeah, yeah. So uh, are we going into your five tips that you actually wanted to share now as well? Are these the same tips yes. or are these different yes. ones? Okay, perfect. Because I've been yes. writing them down. So I just wanted to make sure that I'm writing down yes. the right thing. Yeah, this is exactly what I did. Because here's the thing. People are like, well, just let go of doubt. And I'm like, okay, how? Oh, just feel safe now. Really? How? How do I do that? And I find that most people get tangled up in the how. And so I want to I give you the hows and the five things that I did that got me out of scarcity, that mm. got me into prosperity and changed everything, changed everything for me. And so, so I started to play this. It's a dumb little game, Sarah Jane, but it absolutely works. And it's called What's Working For Me Now? And so those times when I was in a panic because I was like, oh, we can't, we don't have money for groceries or, you know, whatever, whatever was trying to give me anxiety or panic. I just started looking around in the environment that I was at so that I stopped having the spiral down. And I thought, okay, 
what's working for me right now. And I did this when I was a crossing guard. So I live in Utah. It's winter. It is so cold outside. I don't like the cold, but I started playing this game as I stood outside. I was bundled up really, really warm. And I was like, my toes are warm because I've got these really great boots on. That's working for me right now. And then I would think my, my fingers are warm because I've got gloves on and that's working for me right now. And, and, and I could sit in my car so that, so I could stay warm through most of the, the crossing period. And I just had to get out to cross the kids across the street. And I'm like, my heater works and that's working for me right now. And when I pulled just tiny little things, like I hate it when my tips of my ears are cold. So I had a hat that covered my ears. I mean, I told you it's dumb, but it's so simple because it immediately settled me down. Like, mm. you know what? There is more working for me than working against me. Mm. You're identifying and, truths is what I would call it. You're, yes. you're looking at what's truth in, in your situation that you're in. Um, counselors talk about it. Uh, what's fact and what's fiction of what you're making up in your mind. And what you've done is you're identifying those truths. So my feet are warm. My hands are warm. So I've got gloves on. Like if you were, were in the, in the, um, the false sense, you'd be thinking, oh my gosh, it's cold out here. I'm shivering and um, I don't want to go out and it's all going to be miserable and it's not going to be pleasant. But you're going, that's just your, your uh, catastrophic biasing, whatever the word is, in your mind rather than focusing on the truths, which are you do have warm boots on with warm socks so your toes are warm. Um, so again, it's that, that shift in, in your mind. So I don't think it's silly. I think it's once you've got the grasp on those little things, then that will you create the habit and that's how you start yeah. thinking about everything else in your life. Yes. And, and here's the thing where I found that people trip themselves up is when they're in this, this spiral of negativity, they try to jump to gratitude. And so they start listing all the things they're grateful for. But in the meantime, they're feeling worse and worse and worse. Mm. So that tells me we haven't actually gotten to gratitude yet because we're not feeling it yet. And I would do that all the time. I would be sobbing in despair as I was listing. I'm grateful for my husband and I'm grateful for my kids <laughs> and I'm grateful for my house. And so, so I, I had to, I had to back away from that and lay a different foundation, which was I'm safe right now and everything's working for me right now. And then I could take the next step into mm. gratitude and connecting it with God. And so, so I would, I would start there. Like we'll, we'll keep the crossing guard scenario going. So I started with, this is working for me. And then when I felt safe, then I just started to reach just a little bit. And I would say, because I wanted to feel wealthy because if you want wealth or prosperity, you have to feel it first and that's how you get it to come. And there are specific things that we can do to feel wealthy when that have nothing to do with money. And then it also connected me with God and with the Lord. And so, so I, I love a blue sky. I love a clear blue sky, especially in the winter time. And so even though it was bitter cold, the sky was blue. And I was like, Oh, this means I'm wealthy. I can see this blue sky right now. This means I'm wealthy. And this means the Lord wants me to be wealthy because he created this for me because he knew I would enjoy it. 
or my ears are warm. This means I'm wealthy. And this means God wants me to be wealthy because he's provided this for me. I would, I would smile at the kids and talk to the kids and, and they would respond in kind to me. And I was like, you know what? I get to make a difference in these kids' lives. I get to be happy and smile at them and wish them a great morning. This means I'm wealthy. This means God wants me to be wealthy. I look at my, I look at my car and it's a reliable vehicle. So like you, like you can see, like we just stretch it just a little bit. This means I'm wealthy. I love smells. I love to be able to smell. In fact, before our call today, it was really cold in our house. It's warm outside. It's cold in our house and I was freezing. And so I went outside and I sat down on the cement and I love warm cement. Oh, I love it. And then I could hear the birds and the sky was blue again and I could smell lilacs. And I was, and I was just thinking there, oh my word, I am so wealthy. Look, I can smell, I can touch, I can feel the heat. I can hear the birds singing. This means I'm wealthy. And this means God wants me to be wealthy. Just pull things from your environment and give it that meaning. This means I'm wealthy. This means God wants this for me. He's, he's brought it here because he knows I would appreciate it. And he'll share it with all the other children on the, on the planet as well because it's a sky. <laughs> but, but it's for me because he knew I would appreciate it. And he knew that I would acknowledge him and that it actually brings me closer to him in that moment. So it's about bringing that appreciation and counting your blessings as well, I would say. Yeah, and feeling them and letting them be really simple. So when I, when I started this whole journey of success without struggle, my whole agenda for it was not necessarily to turn our finances around. I just wanted to feel better. I wanted to feel better in the moment and stop beating myself up. Mm. That's what the whole underlying for everything was, was yeah. I just want to feel better. And finding that freedom. Yes. Oh, yes, Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. And it's there and it's, and, and there are very simple techniques that will, will help you get there. The simple hows that will help you to feel it, that will help you, um, to, to get to that, that place of that feel good. And then, and then it gets to the point where I remember, I remember this was a, a couple, a couple of months after I was really employing all of these techniques, just because I felt good in the moment. I was like, that was a very well spent four minutes. Like, that was good. Let's do it again. I've listened to music that I love that just inspired me. And I was like, oh, I want to listen again just because it felt so good. So it was such a, a wonderful way for me to, to spend my time and to fill my mind. And I remember pulling up to work one day and I thought to myself, if we never make another dime, if we lose our home, if we have to live with family and sleep on their couch and nothing ever changes for us financially, I'm happy. I'm happy right here. I have my family. I have the love of my husband. It's a beautiful spring day and we're okay. And God is aware of me and he's in all the details and he blesses me. And I felt that in my bones and I had given that lip service before, but I didn't feel it. But I felt that in my bones, like we are okay. God is with us and we're all right. And like a month later it was boom when everything changed. Mm. That's awesome. So yeah. basically you were coming into God's grace and peace. Yes. Yes. And I wasn't waiting for circumstances to change so that I could do that. And mm -hmm. that's what we're taught to do. Mm. And that's mm. completely backwards. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
So did you have a point number three you'd like to share? Yes. Well, point number three was this means I'm wealthy. So we're going oh, into gratitude. This, okay. This means I'm wealthy. Got it. <laughs> so on to number four. Okay. So active faith. Oh, so point number four is active faith. And, and faith is this really like esoteric, ethereal thing that we get kind of like bogged down in because we're not quite sure how to use it. But faith is a power. It's an energy. It is a tool that we literally create worlds with. And so the, the, easiest, the easiest way that somebody taught me what faith was, was faith is truth spoken in advance. And I was like, oh, I can, I can run with truth spoken in advance. I know what that is. The, the faith is, you know, evidence of things hoped for, the substance of things. Oh, it's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen, which is in the Bible. I was like, I don't understand that. What does that even mean? But faith is truth spoken in advance. I was like, boom, let's run with that. And so if I'm speaking truth, and it's, it's in advance. So, you know, I'm a successful businesswoman. Let's just say that because we're Christian women in business. So I'm successful. And that is truth that's spoken in advance. Then I can pray once and ask for God to bless my business with success. But I don't need to keep asking for that same blessing. If I'm going to activate my faith with that, and faith is truth spoken in advance, then every prayer thereafter is a prayer of gratitude that what I want is here even though it's not here yet. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so, and so, so it's, thank you for your favor. Like, oh my word, I love calling down God's favor on me, on my family, on my business, on the planet, on my clients, and just seeing where God's favor is instead of asking for the same thing over and over again, because the scriptures tell us you ask in faith, believing. And it doesn't say believing that you will someday receive. It says ask in faith, believing that you receive. So if I've received that in that moment, that means it's here. I don't have to keep asking it. Now I just need to express thanks for it. And so when you, so when you activate your faith and you live in that active faith, then you start preparing your world to receive what it is that you've asked for. Or even if we flip that round even more so, God's already given it to you. It was done on the cross. When Jesus came on the cross, he defeated illness, he defeated death. So, yeah, faith is truth spoken in advance, but you already have that. It is just acknowledging that you do and being grateful for what God has already given to you. So we say uh, we've got kind of a saying in CWIB and that's um, coming from a place of already being blessed. We're not asking to be blessed because mm-hmm. we've already been blessed. We've already received what Jesus has done for us. We've already um, got, like I mentioned before, our inheritance. So now it's playing out that inheritance, right? Uh, we don't, we have, we can ask for it, but we've already got it. And if we can, live life knowing that we've already got that we've already got the holy spirit he lives inside of us we've um got the authority we've got that power uh and it's already there right it's there from the day that you gave your life to christ if we can live our businesses from that place and it's again from that place of grace that's when you do begin to see god working and things happen to bring the glory to God and in our conference this year so we called it supernatural business and to put a time it was on this year which is 2020 and it's all about 
doing business from that place of grace and from that uh, understanding that the Holy Spirit does live inside you. He is there and uh, the things that you can do in your business or um, how do I explain this? God's already given it to you, right? It's just for us to realize that and um, and uh, to step into that anointing, to step into the will of God um, that's already there for us to have. So, it, yeah, it, okay, let's talk about, you know, we can speak that I'm thankful for my successful business, but you've already got the chance to have a successful business Uh, not saying that everything's going to be smooth sailing and you're not going to have to work hard and you're not going to have to have a marketing plan and all that kind of stuff but the the most powerful thing on the earth the holy spirit is living inside you and you've already got it like how more powerful is that Right. Uh, agreed. Like, and, and there's nothing, there's nothing more powerful than powerful than that. We want to experience it on the physical level. Like I know with you, you want to make a difference in, in so many people's lives, a, a big difference in their lives. And, and I'm that way as well, that we want, we want to, we want them to see tangible differences and measurable differences in whatever area of their lives. And so from my perspective, it's yes, we, we have, we have been given that we've got to learn to receive that. And then also like, how does that then show up in physical form? If we're, if we're thanking the Lord for a healing, but our body is still, is still displaying sickness. What we want to do is have our body get into that that healing place again, right? Where we're, we're in full vitality and we're in full energy and we have, and we have that healing. And so there are things we do, like you said, like with business, we've got a marketing plan, we've got work, we've got, you know, we've got practical things that Mm. must happen when we've received it. But even with a, even with something like a healing, we do receive that, but then there are other practical steps that we take. Perhaps it's a natural remedy. Perhaps it's a, it's a, it's a, a medicinal sort of a remedy or whatever that, whatever that's looking like so that we can experience it here in our body here in not just, not just spirit, but spirit and body together. Mm. And I think think the faith element of that is trusting God to do what you can't see. Right. So we have another saying it's do what you can in the natural and let God add the super. Um, And then that turns into supernatural. Right. So It's having that faith, knowing that God's doing stuff in there, you can't see it. Right. Like once right. you get to that place, you're on a completely different level of peace, of authority, of knowing the kingdom of God and, and how he works. And the freedom that comes into that is just absolutely mind-blowingly awesome of the kingdom right and and as and being business women we have such a great opportunity to work from that place of the kingdom that normal businesses don't have we have the opportunity to display that faith that faith of i'm doing what i can in the natural and i'm trusting what god's doing in the super right and and then having them amazing stories to be able to share with people about how god has done the miracle or whatever it is. Um, I just think it's, that's like, oh my gosh, if people can grasp that, then they're going to be playing on a whole nother level. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And what I found for me, because I'm, I'm super practical, I found that I need to do my part and only my part. And too often I was trying to do God's part, mm. which was micromanaging the journey because I was tangling up. <laughs> and, well, how's it going to work? Show me yeah. how it's going to work. I don't know what to do. And when God made it really clear, like, honey, you're not in charge of how. I will deliver the how to you. What you need to do is learn how I speak to you so you can understand that and then follow my direction. Mm. Yeah. And, and so when I, so, you know, and that's getting into grace and out of the grind yeah. and knowing just what your part is. And here's the great thing. Your part is the fun part. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, ta- he takes, he takes the hard stuff. You get, you get the fun part about seeing how you're already supported and the difference that you're making and the things that bring you joy and sharing it with others. And then just trusting that God's got your back and he's going to, he's, he's, he's going to continue to give and give as you will open yourself up to receiving. And that's actually my fifth tip. <laughs> Hit us with it. <laughs> It's really follow the nudges because I believe God wants us to co-create with him. He doesn't want us just to sit in our rocking chair on the front porch and be like, give me this God and, and not be a part of it because there is so much richness in the experience of creating. And so I, I, this, this is how I changed everything. I just followed those nudges, those little ideas that came to mind. And it was all in the, all in the name of service. Who needs me? Who can I serve today? How do you want me to serve today? And then somebody's name would come to my mind, reach out to them, see how they're doing. And it was making that connection. And it was just, it was easy to follow. And it wasn't like this big booming voice, like, Oh, said thou shalt get onto thy Facebook account. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't any of that. It was just like, Oh, you, you haven't talked to Mindy in a little while. You should reach out to her, see how mm. she's doing. Mm. Um, and it was just little things like that. And I call them nudges because mm. they're really easy to dismiss because mm. they come in your own voice and they come as just like an idea. I guess we could do this or not. There's no judgment about whether you do it or not that comes with it. That's one of the ways I know how God is speaking directly to me is that there isn't any judgment. It's, it's like, oh, do this. And when I have, and then I have that trust that this is inspiration, like this is God speaking to me and he's going to work through me. And I know he's going to make something magnificent out of this. And it happens every time. Oh, that's good. That's good. Thank you so much for sharing all of those points. Um, I've written them down. So if you're busy driving or doing whatever, head over to the show notes and you can go see the different points that Alison's shared. Um, and try practicing um, the the mindset mindset shift um, and the the way from going from your grind to your grace. Um, so, can you share with us now, Alison? How do you incorporate God into your business? Obviously, you've shared a little bit in your five points, but just being more specific of in your everyday life, how is it that you incorporate God? You know, I I do it in really simple ways and it's, I want to have his words in my voice. And so I tell him every day, your words, God, my voice, your words, my voice, who needs me? How do you want me to serve today? And instead of how can I get ahead and how can I get bigger and how can I up level, which is where I came from before it was who needs me And, and how can I serve right where I am and how can I add value today? And it's 
post this. This is a really fun quote. It's go online and talk about this, you know, and it's, it's bringing, it's, it's bringing hope and bringing positivity and bringing power to the world where, you know, it's been in such upheaval and, and such upset for a long time. And especially, you know, coming out of, you know, global pandemic and there's some fallout from that. Like we need to stop the fear and the panic and we need to have a voice of reason, which is, Hey, we're okay. Like mm. it's, it's, it's all right. God's at the helm. He knows what's going on. Mm. And so, so every day I'm in, in fact, all day long today, I was like, all right, there's so many things that I can do. What do you want me to do next, God? Mm. And there are times where it's like my day is scheduled and you know, mm. but it, but it's still like what feels light and what feels easy. I want to be in that flow and that mm. conversation with God all mm. day. Long about so it's about, help. it's about asking the questions each day. Um, and you partnering yes. with God in that day. It's not just going off and, I mean, like you said, yeah, of course, we all have days where we've got things scheduled and we've got podcasts and we've got um, client bookings and all that kind of stuff. But it is about just having that time and going, how can I help today? Like, use me. I'm here yep. for you to use. Yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. lovely. Thank you so much for sharing that. So can you share with us next what your Bible verse for this season is and why? Yes. Oh, my favorite one of all time. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. So this this year is all for me it's my faith and trust here and can i and can i have even deeper levels of faith and even deeper levels of trust and so it's a reminder don't 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 get too caught up about how i'm understanding things because i don't have the full picture because god's got the full picture mm. um and all the ways acknowledge him so it's it's the you're here with me lord and thank you and and you're in all of the details devil's not in the details god's in the details jesus is in the details and seeing that in all the ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths and i heard it say once that um Another way to say he shall direct thy paths is he will carry you through. Mm. And I love that so much. And so it's just, just remembering, just remembering that, just give your heart to the Lord and serve him and trust him. And don't get too caught up with what you see going on in the world or Mm. what's going on in your circumstances. It's okay. Stay connected with him and he will carry you through. Mm. It's keeping your eyes on Jesus instead of yourself exactly yeah that's beautiful awesome well thank you so much for sharing everything that you have today Uh, we really really appreciate it can you please tell our listeners now where they can find you and you told me before that you had a little special offer available at the minute Yes. Yes. So thank you so much. I I am passionate about this topic. I could talk for days. So what a privilege and an honor to be here. So again, thank you for having me. Come play with me. Come into my my prosperity corner. You can come find me at alisonchavis.com. And I'm going to spell it because my name is spelled strangely. It's A-L-L-Y-S-O-N-C-H-A-V as in Victor, E. Z as in zebra. So you can go over to my website and see more what I'm all about. Um, But I created a prosperity bundle because basically I just said, I need to help more. Lord, how do you want me to help? And he said, I want you to put these three things together into a bundle. And so I wrote a best-selling book called The Prosperity Approach. And it's the foundation that is now 
leading to the work that I do now. And so I've put down a free PDF download for that, as well as a prosperity guide. And it's 52 different things that you can do to dissolve fear, to dissolve worry. If you've got some money blocks that are coming up, we can dissolve those so that you are able to hear God's voice and the Lord's voice more clearly in creating what you want and having that better experience. And then there's a 90-minute training that I did about how to raise your financial frequency. And so completely free, you're going to find that at prosperityapproach.com slash bundle, B-U-N-D-L-E. And then that, that will give you some more tips, that will give you some more techniques that are really easy to implement, that help you to let go of the struggle and to really just have joy in the journey and love your life as you go. Perfect. So if you want to go and get your hands on those, please do so. And um, yeah, thank you so much, Alison. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today. Likewise. Thank you. I hope this was helpful and hope that this adds value to your audience. Perfect. You're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show and we'll catch you next week. Bye for now. The Christian Women in Business podcast is sponsored by Performance PA, virtual business assistant. Virtual PA lets you focus on what you do best in your business and you can let Performance PA take care of the rest.